we're living in a world right now where I know a lot of people out there think that this is like end of days, right? Where we're coming to a point where we're going to be judged. And I'm here to tell you that this is not that serious, right? We need to fucking, we need to, we need to step back. We need to take a deep breath. No, I know this is not the end of humanity, Jim. We're going to be fine. Now, if anybody knows this show, we're playing this song because Brian and I just killed off a bottle of Jim Beam honey. So it's only appropriate that we're playing this music. But what I also think this should be the end of, it should be the end of bickering. It should be the end of like animosity. We need to, we need to move on as a civilization. We need to recognize that this is not that big of a deal, that we're going to get through this. And for the love of fucking Christ, do me a favor. If you're going to be out there and you want to talk shit to people and you want to have fun and start ribbing people and making fun of people, I mean, in all seriousness, let's, let's be able to take that criticism back. Let's be able to, to understand that people are going to fucking target their aggression towards us and we're not going to be a weak-ass bitch. We're going to be able to deal with the words that come out of other people's mouths. Welcome back to Jack Point. Your previous session expired 12 hours, 46 minutes, 32 seconds ago. Enter search query now. Searching for dice and pipes. Stand by for shadow run contingency. Scanning system identification number. Prepare to initialize matrix. Kind of a somber moment here on the Dyson Pipes podcast. Welcome. Uh, this is the Shatterrun edition of the Dyson Pipe show. Uh, I'm Chris. Along with me is Brian. What's going on, Brian? I am here, uh-huh. and I'm here to say yes. that we're recording a podcast. Not only are we recording a podcast, okay. we're recording a podcast with audio equipment. Yes, we are. And the one thing that we do get is a positive, uh, I guess, feedback, right, from the listener is that... Our audio quality is outstanding. Which is unfortunate because then they actually can hear everything that we're saying. Which is not good. Look, I I view myself as like the David Koresh of It's funny you bring Apple that up. Po- Are you serious? I'm watching a, a, a docu-series on Waco right now mm. on, uh, on a, a, an elusive and uh, high-end product that's available in my area called Netflix. I sure don't have it yet. I heard that though. Uh huh. So, so you're you're watching a, a docu series on David Koresh. So you've gone from uh, Joe Exotic to David Koresh. Yeah, okay. it's a dramatization of the Waco standoff. I'm a big fan of dramatizations. Yes. Okay. 
I remember on America's Most Wanted. Yes. With with Joe Walsh, Frank Walsh, Frank Walsh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Who's Joe Walsh then? Uh, well, Frank is what his friends called him. Uh, when they would do the reenactments. Frank Walsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're going with. Yeah. Frank is what his friends called him. Yes. Frank is his nickname. Yeah. Not Joe. Frank is short for Joe. Not Joseph, not Joey. Right. Frank. Frankie. No. Yo, Joey Bag of Donuts. No. Frankie fucking Walsh over here. Yeah. Okay. Frankie Walsh. Frankie two times Walsh. Fucking Frankie two times. <laughs> because he always said everything twice. He's going to get killed. He's going to get killed. Yeah. Frankie two times. Uh, I took mm-hmm. care of that thing for you. Uh, mm-hmm. During the reenactments, it would always say dramatization up in the corner to let me know that the murder I'm watching isn't like faces of death. It was <laughs> hold on, they weren't live broadcasting. No, no, the no, they were dramatizations. Oh, that's why they put that on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Okay, well, that's good to know because I didn't know. I thought they were live murders. Right. Yeah. Because like I've watched that plenty of times. I thought it was just real murders going on TV. Right. Right. Like nope. unsolved mysteries. Yeah, like eight millimeter like snuff films. Yeah, I thought it was like a fucking. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, look, the intro music was not meant to depress people. I, I think it's important for people to understand that it, for me and for the show, we have a, uh, a tradition that whenever a bottle gets finished, it's only appropriate to play the end from the doors. And I almost feel like we should play that song for like the entire episode, but I, I don't want to. Yeah. While it's appropriate for the bottle, it is not apropos for apropos. the show. No. Well, this is only the beginning. We're only in episode what, like eighty something, so we're we're still in the technically we're right now we're in episode two of Shadowrun. Yeah, you are a fucking smart motherfucker over there. You know um, what I'm saying? I'm keeping up with my numbers. That's right, and and that's why I love you. Uh, uh, this is episode number two of the Dyson Pipes Shadowrun edition of the podcast. But however, I do think we're in like the eighties overall, which again is still in the uh, the virgin stages of the uh, of the podcast. I really enjoy. I don't enjoy. think we're in the 80s. I'm pretty sure it's 2020. Okay. Take on me. No, no, please. Take on me. No. Take no. me. No, no, no. I actually, technically, now we're in the 90s. I'm just throwing it out there. Hold on a second. I think we fucked up. You done fucked up, A.A. Ron. Are you counting our episodes? Oh, no, we're good. We're good. We're in the 90s now. Oh, I thought I fucked up. Anyway, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, This has been a very interesting week. Um, Not only is the world in this, like, lockdown, kind of quarantine state where, where everybody seems to be on hold if you're not an essential employee, which, dude, I still can't figure out why for the life of us we work in a fucking warehouse environment where we're still <laughs> essential employees. Nothing, I don't a, nothing about me is essential. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, Not why, even the oils in my wh- hair. <laughs> why do we have to show up to work? Fortunately enough for me, I was on vacation. Unfortunately for me, though, it's caused me to grow this horrendous beard, which you've pointed out is more like a transition facial hair experiment. Yeah. You look like... Yes. I, I think I said it on the other side. You, you Shied. Lo- yep. Okay. Other shied. I was going to do my Sean Connery. Yeah, I bet you were. Because your face <laughs> looks like Sean Connery's head. <laughs> Good recovery. I would tell you to roll dice, except I forget how it works on Shadowrun. 
Uh, you're gonna roll seven dice. Okay. You need four successes. All right. And of course, uh, powered by Orc and Sea Gameworks uh, retro dice. Oh, I can't wait to get into the giveaway that we never did on the D and D side. What are you looking at? I don't know if the alcohol is making me high. But I feel like I keep seeing shit. I think for the listener, if they haven't listened to the DNZ side, they have to the understand. What? Fuck, dude. Fuck, fuck, fuck. What'd I say? Eight with seven? Seven with seven four. Seven with four, as always. Okay, I just dropped all my other one, two, three, four. Here five, we go. Six. We'll roll together. Oh, good, good, good. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I failed. Nailed it. Fuck you. No, you didn't. Yep. Nailed what? Your failure? No, my, the dice roll. What'd you get? One, One two, three, four, five. Okay. Five. Five. Thank you. Out of seven. You son of a bitch. But I'm going to drink okay. with you anyway. No, no, no. Thank you. Okay. Okay, really? We're dropping shit. It's starting to get sloppy. It's worth noting while you're picking up all your dice and drop that we're recording at nighttime, which is the first time ever on this show. Well, that's what I wanted to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Go for it. That's what I was going for until you interrupted me. I was trying to say before I... No, I interrupted myself with my fucked up words. You know, if I had an actual grasp on the uh, English vocabulary, I would be able to point out the fact that without having to roll, that for the first time on the Shadowrun side, even the Warhammer side, on my side... Of the show. This is the first time that we're doing uh, a recording at night. Yes. How you liking it so far? Dude, I love it. No- nothing makes me happier than looking out the window and seeing, like, nothing. Yeah. You know? Which is very cool. My last podcast almost exclusively recorded at night. Which would be fun, dude. I would do this every time. I really enjoy the uh, the ambiance. Yeah. You know? Because there's not a lot of lights in here. We have, like, I have, like, uh, white rope lights surrounding us. Like a halo. Um, I enjoy it. It's it's actually it's very cool. In in all honesty, it's very cool. I would I would prefer to do everything, yeah, under this kind of lighting. I think it just it creates like a better environment for recording. Yeah, you know. And plus, it I don't know why, but there's something about recording. Excuse me, I was threw up in my mouth. It, there's something <laughs> about recording in, in in this environment that just makes me want to drink more. Yeah, you know. Like uh, first of all, I'm already starting this episode half drunk. <laughs> So you're disgusting. You should yeah. say excuse me. Um, you know, it, it, there, there's the, the only downside to this is I can't see if a garbage man is going to get hit by a car. Right. Or if like some crazy Russian lady is going to come through or if Barry is fucking spying on. Maybe that's what I keep seeing. Maybe that's Barry like running outside. Maybe. I think you're seeing ghosts. The ghosts of the forest. The Are you still playing that game, by the way? Yes. How is it? Uh, I like it. I, I'm a little on pause right now because I started uh, with Daisy. Okay. Uh, and then that you parlayed. Have a new map. Yeah. Okay. And that parlayed into Days Gone, uh, which then parlayed into Far Cry Five. Okay. So you you have a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, because it turns out uh, when you're on vacation, you don't play Division. So. When you're like in general, when people are on vacation, they don't play Division. Is that right, what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Not me personally. You also. All right, let, let's get into that really quick. Oh, so, okay. so okay, you bring up a very good point. I, I have been on vacation for the past week. Right. So I've had a lot of house projects that I've had to uh, get involved with. Right. Uh, mainly, I've been uh, restructuring my my pantry in my kitchen. Mm. So it's been a very lengthy lengthy right. process. Can't and, start at noon. 
Got to start. Can't start at noon. Right. You know, the other problem is, and I think we touched upon this maybe last week, yeah, the, the, the wifey has She's been, fucking things up, and I'm, she, I'm getting to the point. I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to have a word with her. Dude, please do, because apparently my words are doing nothing. <laughs> they're, not, they're not getting anywhere. How I many need, divorces do mm-hmm. you think are going to arise out of... <laughs> please. Wow. <laughs> not you. <laughs> okay, please. <laughs> but, thank you. Uh, my wife and I were talking about this today. Yes. Uh, that people are starting to butt heads. Okay. Uh, aside from what's going on in my household... I can tell you that I have seen numerous reports of families where married couples are both laid off from work. They're both home, a husband and wife. The calls to divorce lawyers are like, fuck, dude. The divorce liars. (laughs) Goddamn divorce liars. I'll tell you what, I'll trade you that pickled pig. (laughs) Excuse me. How does this work now? What I say, seven with a four? Yeah. Oh, so you're fucking lucky. Why? Because I can't make you roll. Right. Yeah, you, that's the second time you've done that. Fuck me, dude. Because I had six successes. Yeah, well, if you're clever, you would do seven with like a two. Yeah, but you, you were rolling first, so I didn't want to fuck myself. Why would I, why <laughs> right, would I want to yeah, do I that? Yeah. I think the number of phone calls, incoming phone calls to divorce attorneys mm. is like through the fucking roof. So I think over the course of like the next year, you're going to see a shitload of women, of people. single and ready to mingle, ready to go in heat, as yeah. they say. Yep. So, not my wife though, because I'm not leaving her. So what we've learned about the apocalypse is that uh, gay men who own tigers are very popular. Apparently so. All the families are splitting up. Yes. Yes. And uh, the Dice of Pipes podcast is standing behind our fact uh, of statement. A fact of statement? Yes. yes. What, what's the fact of statement? <laughs> that this is all bullshit. Oh, okay. Right? Are we sticking by that? Yes, this is bullshit. They've gone from 2 million dead to 1 million Fuck. dead to 250,000 dead to 100,000 dead to 80,000 dead to 64,000 dead. Now they've revised it down to 60,000 dead. So ultimately, they've gone from 2.5 million to 60,000. That's where we stand right now. And at this point, we're pretty much on par with the common flow. I think it's par for the course. So, as the experts say, it's par for the course. I feel like we hit a double birdie. It, that would be an eagle if we're playing golf. Okay. I never said we were playing golf. Well, double playing frisbee. No, birdies don't count in frisbee. What I want to say is I have been on vacation. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Close only no, counts. That's not what you said. That's it. You said coals only count. And coals only count in the barbecue. <laughs> What I was going to say was, you're a a mess. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. I pass pass anyway. anyway. Fucking savage. Oh, you need five dice or six. Or six. What I was going to say was, I've had a week vacation. I luckily have not been um, inundated with the, uh, with the, the, the travesties that you've had to deal with with this fucking supervisor janitor at work. I have been fortunate enough to be home. And because of that, I've been listening. I don't know why, but I've been going back a little uh, old school with my music. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know why. I've, and it, two bands in particular that I've really been like balls deep into. Let me guess. You're never going to get it. Yeah. You might get one because I was playing it for your son earlier. Okay. Go ahead. If you can't figure this out, there's a problem with you. You don't pay attention. All right. Number one. Uh huh. Savage Garden. No, no. I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. 
No, Savage Garden. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, what did three people listen to them? I was not one of them. All right. My second guess is... What, what was I playing for your son earlier? Oh. Soundgarden. You only <laughs> listen to garden bands. <laughs> no. Savage Garden and Soundgarden were going on tour. No. It's called Larry's House. No. <laughs> no. No. And then he died of cancer. Wow. The old cancer. It got him. The casino. I have been. Pink Floyd and you. the Doors. You'll, you'll, no, it wasn't the Doors. It was Pink Floyd. So I've been balls deep in Pink Floyd. And hold on. You'll never get, you've probably never even heard of them. I'll be the judge of that. You'll never heard of them. Old school. So it's going to be. Uh, they, they were. They were. Hanson. Oh, you know me. I'm a big fucking Hanson. Bop, beep, bop, boo, up, hee, ha, hoo, up, beep, bop, boo, yeah, yeah, bop, beep, bop, boo, up, lee, da, doodly, dee. No. The problem is, dude, they, they had like no words to their songs that you can just repeat the same fucking bullshit line. Yeah. Hit well, a couple of chords on your little fucking did, slide whistle. They did mm, bop, and they parlayed that into mm, bop, and with the bar, the bang, the bang. No, diggy, that was diggy, Kid Rock. In the boogies and the, the boogie. That's not who I was listening to. Oh, who were you listening to? Grade. Oh yeah. No. I mean, no. Grade. Can't tell me who I've heard of. Okay, name one song that they, that they uh, sang. I don't like them. <laughs> what was that? Your dog? Oh what the hell? God, just I almost, I almost died. <laughs> what the hell just happened? Oh my god, I almost died. What the fuck was that? I like held my breath for a second. And then I almost did died. You, did your heart stop? I saw the white clouds of heaven, and then I realized I looked down. It was this bottle of Ciroc that you've been drinking <laughs> when you roll ones. Uh, Look at that. It's like a cloud at the bottom. Yeah. yeah, dude, I don't know why. Pink Floyd and Grade. Yeah, Grade is great. Grade is great. Yeah. Come on. You stop it. Yeah, dude. You never listen to of them. Of course don't I have. Don't fucking pull out your phone and try to look up fucking songs from them. I'm not. I'm taking notes on oh, the show. Oh, okay. I'm glad you are. Good. Show notes. Right. Because, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. bad words were definitely said. Anyway, two two bands that I've been listening to over the past week, and uh, I've really been enjoying it. it it's It's been pretty good. Um, I've, I've been listening to them because I figured uh, I'm, I'm going to die from coronavirus, right? That's what yeah. the news is telling me. So I might as well go back to my roots and, and try to like reminisce and, and, and enjoy some old stuff. Uh, speaking You're of old stuff. really hyped up right now. Dude, I'm fucking wired. <laughs> and I don't know if it's a product of this Jim Beam honey that I'm, I almost said smoking and the, the black house <laughs> that I'm drinking. Boy. Oh, it's going to be a fucking long day. Do you want to stand up for the rest of this? I might have to because my back is starting to hurt. <laughs> Excuse me. What are you rolling for? I said I was smoking you Jim Beam s- honey. No, you saved yourself. Okay, well, I passed anyway. Um, Sometimes you got to lose yourself in the music in the moment. Never what are you, Eminem? Wow, that's terrible. I can't believe I knew that. I love Eminems. Eminems are good, especially almonds. Yeah. Almond Eminems are great. I actually think I have to stand up. Boys come almonds. Easy. I'm just saying, that's what I'm smoking. BCA. Yeah. I. I'm drinking. Well, the bottle's over, which is why we played the uh, the end by the doors. You're, you're standing up. I have to do it because my back is still hurting. Oh, I'm sorry. And you know, not for nothing, but I started working out. This has been a like a life changing vacation for me. Okay. So I started listening to old school music. I went on a diet. I started working out. I'm down like ten pounds. 
Wow. Yeah, it's very crazy. From where? You look exactly the same. Yeah, dude, I have no idea. It's all like the hips, I guess. I have no idea. A lot of, a lot of hip, I need a baby powder and fucking rubber bands, and I'll be fucking good to go. <laughs> I'll show you how strong my fucking hips are. Um, <laughs> As everyone knows, the way to test where power comes from. It comes from the hips. Yeah, and the way you prove that mm-hmm. is with baby powder and copious amounts of rubber bands. <laughs> so because of that, I've been drinking a lot, a lot of whiskey-infused honey. Thank you, uh, James. As a recommendation, one of our listeners said, what? A recommendation from one of our listeners. He said, mix one ounce of honey-infused whiskey with one ounce of bourbon with three dashes of Angostura bitters. And it makes a mean fucking old-fashioned. That's the same guy, apparently, that won a fucking pipe and some uh, tobacco from us. Yes. Which we, on the D&D side, if you didn't listen to it. We did not give it to him because he gave us a recipe. No, this was was a random number generator, as I like to call it. An RNG. Oh, so you invented that. You're the motherfucker that invented yeah. RNGs, huh? Dot, You're dot, the dash, reason. dash, Morse code, and that's Brian code. You're the reason why I can't get exotics in fucking Division 2. You can get Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic is a f- Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Doing all these fucking workouts, and my back still hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of workouts are you doing? I have been doing a lot of, a uh, lot of, lot of uh, what do they call that? Um, I don't even know what the fuck they call it, but I'm I've been working out in my basement. Okay. I've been doing a lot of like jump roping. Okay. And a lot of on my, uh, I have a, uh, an air bike. What's an air bike? Uh, I'm a douchebag. <laughs> it sounds like something that Judge Dredd would Dude, ride. Yeah, do, no, it's, I it's, am the law. it's actually painful. I should have never bought it. I saw Rogue, and I'm not one of those cunts. Well, apparently I am because I bought it. But I saw Rogue was having a sale on like, these air bikes that they had, and I want to get a fucking bike for my basement. I thought it would have been good. Like work out, you know, get in shape. Okay. Move, move boxes around at work, you know, it'd be good. Okay. Good to get in shape. So I dropped almost $1,000 on this fucking bike. And uh, thank God for the stimulus package. No, this was well before. I've had this oh. thing for like a year, and it's just been collecting dust. I've never used it. What, what? Okay, so is it a regular exercise bike that's just a from a fancy brand? It's it's an exercise bike, but it has like a an experience. Uh, no, it's not an exercise no, experience. <laughs> welcome, like ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the future of exercise <laughs> no, bikes. Oh no, this is nothing like that. The Aero Two Thousand Air Bike now with two thousand cumulus clouds of resistance. I don't- has basic now actually you're nailing it it does it has a shitload of resistance it's an air bike so like the the front instead of like a wheel but like as you pedal it moves a wheel it moves like fucking fan blades so the harder i've seen that shit before yeah the harder you pedal the harder it is to fucking our air bikes now oscillate it's an oscillating bike yes so it actually keeps me cool so the more i sweat the more cool i am and then you shit and the shit hits the fan yeah and that's the air bike experience it's crazy because instead of a fucking like a seat it has a bucket and just poop right I in the I thought bucket. you were going to say just a pole. It has a pole that I sit on that's shaped like a penis. It goes right in my ass, and I'm good to go. That's how I generate power. No? Oh, okay. So anyway, I've been doing a lot of jump roping, a lot of uh, a lot of air biking, and a lot of, uh, like, ab works, Alex. Work. What? Fuck, dude. Excuse me. Yes. Please. Mm-hmm. Not nope. Failed. So right, good. So you're making yourself better. Uh, I'm trying to make myself better. And 
by making myself better, I feel like I'm making myself worse because my back, the more Screaming. I work out, the more my back hurts. Yeah. So then the wifey starts to yell at me. And it's just like this like nonstop perpetual like cycle that I'm right. in. Somebody call it a vicious cycle. It, it is a dude, it, she is vicious and it is a cycle. And it's it's a problem because I feel like I'm making myself better, but I'm actually making myself worse. Because I'm not listening to her. Right. So I think Oh, well, what the fuck does she know? Yeah, she's only a physical therapist. Yeah. She, <laughs> she's only basically a doctor. You know. Shut up, but bird. <laughs> now now scram for a whack in the beak. I don't need your advice. YouTube teaches me. Now you know? go blow. <laughs> so whatever. Um yeah, uh, apparently I think YouTube is better than than listening to my wife who has only been doing this for like 25 years. Anyway, Sorry, baby. Um, hey, you don't have to apologize to me. No, maybe to you. I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> My bad. Um, so, so I've been trying to get in shape. I've been growing this horrendous beard. It's like eight different colors. What I've realized, though, is the more I grow my beard out, dude, the whiter it gets. Like the left, I'm convinced that I've had a stroke. Or I've been struck by lightning. Or right. or half part- of your face saw Christ. Or <laughs> <laughs> I've been touched by God. Or I've seen Storm from X-Men. Yes. Or whatever. Dude, because the left side, I don't know if you noticed. I just want to take a pic. I'm not going to put it on fucking Instagram. But like the left side of my face is like more white yeah. than the right side. What the fuck? I'm a lefty. That means, I feel like that means that like most of me is dying. Right, your left side, the more powerful side is dying yes. because you used it more. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I need to use also, the right side. Also, lefties are fucking curses on What are you humanity. trying to say? I just curses said Curses on humanity. We are curses on humanity. That's what us righties think. Wow. Okay, very good. Most of the gays are right, so I'm just... Okay, well... Oh, my goodness. Oh, that God. fucking... That $200 filet mignon <laughs> is coming back. <laughs> Seasoned with gold dust. Oh boy, that was a lovely piece of fucking meat you had. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. You are fucking out of sorts right Dude, now. Dude, I can't fucking, I can't stay still. I can't stay still. I've had a lot to drink. I'm very hyper right now. You know the problem is this Jim Beam has a lot of fucking sugar in it, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's starting to get to me. I want to point out, and I don't know if he listens. He's a dear friend of ours, but I don't know if he listens. I almost feel like we should call him. We should call one of our friends. I don't know if we should call Carlos to make sure that he's okay, because he seems to to be in in in, in the dumps recently. Mm-hmm. Or if we should call Sam, just to make sure that he's okay, because he, along with me, has been on vacation for a week, and I want to make sure that you know everything's okay because I haven't heard from either one of them. Well, they both have kids. It's getting a little late. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's only ten o'clock. Yeah. All right, maybe next week. Yeah. Or maybe we wake their kids up. <laughs> I know for me personally, the last two fucking people I would want to hear from at 10 o'clock at night is us. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, well, we'll, we'll refrain. You know what they aren't, though? You you know what Sam and Carlos aren't? And white? you and I aren't? Oh. Did, did you say white? Well, that that is true because <laughs> that is very true because they're both Spanish fellas. You went there. <laughs> Definitely not German. They are not <laughs> of the Aryan. They are not the parsnips of uh, the vegetable world. Wow. 
We learned about racist vegetables in yeah. the in the D and Z side. Um, what they aren't are a bunch of fucking bitches. That's what I can tell you. Okay. And what I think we should what we should do. Oh wait, do you want to get to the giveaway? Sure. Let's get to the giveaway yep. before we forget, Again. and then we'll get to the toast. <laughs> Again, because we never got to it the last time. Look, we're gonna do this. Is the Dyson Pipes podcast? The Dyson Pipes podcast is proud to announce that we're doing the Dice and Pipe giveaway. What, what does that possibly mean? I'm glad you asked, Brian. Thank you. This is this is amazing. Uh, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna give away two, not one, but two sets of die, and in addition, we're gonna give away two pipes. What kind of pipes? Who gives a fuck? You're getting a free fucking pipe and free die. Okay. Thus, dice and pipes. Well, because I was gonna parlay that into a commercial for the person who gave us the dice. <sighs> so just, what, what does that have to do with the fucking pipes? Because. Do you not know? What, what do we need to know? Do you, did you just like pick like random pipes or do you, do you know what kind of pipes? These they are? are fucking gentleman pipes. Oh, okay. That, that's good enough. Son of a bitch. These There's are some pipes for a fucking gentleman. A southern gentleman, would you say? I would say any gentleman that has a penis. <laughs> Lots of penis play. Yep. This episode. Yep. Just touch your penis and you're entered to win. <laughs> Oh no. Yes. Hey fellas. <laughs> Touching your man nibbly bibblies? Well you're in luck. Welcome to the Dyson Pipes Dyson Pipe giveaway. As you grab your man meat, just remember, you are a gentleman and you enjoy the finer things in life. Like vagina <laughs> and meat. And maybe good old-fashioned football. Yes. Take those pussy golf clubs and beat it out. <laughs> because this is the Dice of Pipes gentleman giveaway. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Woo. All right, so uh, we're giving away oh two pipes. God. One to one to each wow. person. Yeah. So here's basically what it's gonna boil down to. We have uh, two sets of uh, organist dice. Yes. Okay. Wait, so what dice? Did you say organista? No, not or it's not a Pollock dice set. <laughs> Orc and C game works. That's why retro said. dice. Orc and C, not okay. organist. That's not what I said. I didn't okay. say Orkinese. Okay. I said Orkinsey. You, okay. You don't have to get so fucking defensive. No, actually, I said Orkinese, but okay. whatever. Fuck them. So we're, we're giving away. I'm sorry. That's not what we should say to the sponsors, right? They pay <laughs> the bills here. A, I don't know uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They pay the bills. So, you fucking uh, freeloaders listening don't. That's yeah. for sure. Jack over at Orkinese, you know, <laughs> we, we appreciate your support. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to be giving away some dye. His dye on his dime. Along with some uh, gentleman pipes. There you go. So anyway, on a serious note, we've got uh, two sets of die, two uh, two pipes that we're giving away. Um, same thing like the last time. Uh, we need a uh, a five on the apple and a comment. You cunts! It's yeah. not that fucking hard. Leave a fucking five star review, you fucking degenerate retard bastards, and then comment. If you don't comment, we don't have your name. Ergo, assholes, you are not entered. Into the contest. How fucking hard is that? Five star 
put words. <laughs> Type the fucking keyboard and put words on the review. And if you're too fucking dumb to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> you can just fucking email us at DysonPipes at gmail.com and tell us how fucking cunty we are. And if you want to increase your chances to win, do both. Do both would be great. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And you know what? Not to nothing. Not <laughs> Not to nothing. Holy shit, dude. I got to stop fucking pre-gaming before we record here. You should have had more potatoes. Dude, I, I can't believe how much I'm... Pa- like, I want to fail. I want to see what it's going to be like to drive home tonight. You can just um, stay here. No. Have a fucking wifey at home. I have those stay. new old couches. <laughs> the br- Broken. I prefer pre-owned. Okay? <laughs> pre-owned. Certified pre-owned. A- ABS couches. ABS. Already been sat. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and... If you're one of our listeners, long-term listeners, that's a cunt that complains that he's been like <laughs> listening from the beginning, you're going to get something. All right? You're going to get something. So just keep smiling. Keep trying, knowing that you can always count on us. Yes. All right? We're going to give you something. Jerk off. <laughs> anyway. All right. Dyson Pipes. Dyson Pipes giveaway. Excellent. That's what we're calling it. The Dyson Pipes Dyson Pipes giveaway. Because we're giving away dice and pipes. Holy shit. It's what in a, the name. What a novel idea. Who would have fucking thunk it? <laughs> you would have thought maybe that would have been our first giveaway. <laughs> we're a bunch of fucking idiots. We are fucking retards. We are two assholes. Especially when in the background I know that we both have been sitting there like, what can we give away? Wow. <laughs> Couldn't think of fucking dice and pipes. We suck. Wow. Since we're smoking pipes. That, mind you, we're fucking 20 minutes in. Well, 30 minutes in, we haven't even told people what we're smoking. We are too... Yeah, we, yeah we, I'm smoking... Uh, no, no, I never said it. Oh. So you, you can try, but you fail. You but go ahead. You can try, but you will fail. <sighs> I am smoking... Um, we can't record it tonight. The, the Dyson Pipes uh-huh. blend du jour. Uh, yes. Jim's Aerosmith. Very good. Which we never explained that on this side. Nope. So we're going to have to assume that people listen to the DNC side. The one. Fuck, dude. Oh, boy. God damn it. <laughs> DNC side, you fucking. What? Uh, <laughs> fuck, I failed. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you want, like, a coffee? No, I want alcohol. Oh, okay. Whatever. Um, look, James had recommended... The tobacco, he's a blacksmith. This is an aromatic, so we named it the Aerosmith. Amazing. Uh, Dyson Pipes <laughs> Aerosmith's band <laughs> presented by James. I think that's what we said this was going to be called. Whatever. <laughs> what am I fucking smoking? Who cares about that. Okay, I'm sorry. So that's what I'm smoking. What about you? Yeah, fuck James. I'm smoking Black House by uh, Hearth and fucking Holbert. <laughs> In my uh, 7LA Mega, and I'm drinking the last of this Jim Beam honey. Can we just get to the fucking toast? Because now yes. I'm starting to get aggravated. Yeah, please. I would Thank love you. nothing more than to hear okay. what fucking debauchery you're about no, to say. No, this is going to be fucking stupidity right here. Okay. You, you know what aggravates me more than anything? I don't even want people to raise a glass, because they oh. should just be doing it at this point without me fucking telling oh. them. No, you can raise a glass. You should be raising a glass. I'm hoping that people listen to us at 8 in the morning and they're drinking in their cars. And are you okay? Yeah. 
Look, here's my toast. I have a problem. And I'm sure everybody out there knows of this sort of person. You ever hear of the term glass cannon? Yes. One of my favorite terms. It is. You know, yeah. and it's funny because we play the division. And there is a, uh, I believe, a, a chest piece. It, it, okay. I'm sorry. Let me back up. If anybody who uh, who's out there that's listening that doesn't play the division, when, when you have certain pieces of armor, right, a chest piece um, in particular. It, it has, covers your chest. It, very good. Thank you, Brian. Um, it has a, a particular talent on it. And the talent can range from a bunch of... Bu- <sighs> oh, God. I can't fucking record it. I can't even keep track of how many dice I have. What do I say? Seven and four? Yeah. One, two, <clears throat> fuck. Wait. What's the deal with ones? More than half. Yeah. No, oh, okay. I'm good. That was almost bad. Okay. It has a talent. It could. I'm sorry. It could have a talent called glass cannon. Ooh. Now, I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there that have heard the phrase glass cannon yes. used Any, to Anyone who's somebody. played a wizard in D&D, they're typically known oh, as very good. glass cannons. Right, which means somebody who can give it, like hardcore fucking give it, but they cannot take it. Right. So they're an offensive fucking juggernaut. But as far as defense goes, they're fucking made of glass. And that's where glass cannon comes into right. effect. They're a cannon on the offense. They're glass they're shooting out missiles but man a one pebble yep just shatters shatters them and they're done dude i have the utmost disdain for people in real life who you can fit into this glass cannon category and that goes for everybody out there dude and i think we have enough listeners out there that work in a setting that you know, come in contact with uh, you know people from all walks of life, and and it's it's really incredible. You you will eventually be able to categorize all of your friends and coworkers and and random acquaintances into different categories, right? I think that's fair to say. Everybody ultimately is going to fit into some sort of category. The worst, probably, I, I shouldn't say the worst, but I would say one of the worst, if not maybe the worst category that you could put somebody in is this glass cannon category. And that is the person that will sit around and fucking joy boy with you and be all cool and fucking make fun of all the boys and make fun of the people outside of your group and talk all kinds of shit. But the second the fucking shit show comes circling around to them, they crumble like a fucking cookie. You know, they're the guy that will fucking give it like the best of them. But the second they are the brunt of the fucking joke, they fucking... Fold like a deck of cards. And nothing is more infuriating than the guy in your group of friends that will fucking rib you, right? He'll fucking make fun of you. He'll get in on the joke. He'll make fun of your friends. He'll make fun of you. He'll make fun of, you know, some asshole outside of your group. But the second that focus, that fucking crosshair, finds its way onto him, he just all of a sudden turns into like a sulking little bitch. You know, the problem... <clears throat> is uh, there's a quote out there. I'm not sure who coined this, but uh, there's a quote that I enjoy that says every joke has a hint of truth, uh, which is why jokes are funny. When you start ragging on your buddies, it's an exaggeration usually. Of course. But you're joking about something that has a shred of truth in it. So, for example, at work, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone likes to make fun of me because I drive like an old man, right? Now well, that's not a joke. <clears throat> that's the truth, though. right? But at work, everyone says I right, drive right. twenty miles an hour everywhere I go. When right. I'm when I'm at a cool thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. The afterburners, you know, they kicked in. Uh, but it, it's it's a joke, mm-hmm. and when people can't laugh at their own quirks and um, idiosyncrasies, oh, very good. Uh, that's an instant one way ticket to me not liking you. Yeah, and not only that, but like, look, I'm sure that there are. All right, let, let's say you have a tight group of, let's say. Uh, an arbitrary number, five guys. All right, so there's five of you, and you're all very tight. You've worked together. Let's say it's a work environment. You've worked together for a really long time. You've all grown very close, and obviously, eventually, what ends up happening is as the five of you guys fuck around with either people that are outside of your group, right? You're all making fun of people outside of your group, or the target lands on somebody within your group. Eventually, dude, that target makes its way around everybody in the group. If you sit there and fucking soak like a bitch when you are the target, dude, all it does is open you up for further ridicule. The more you can shift that target onto somebody else, the more that you could show your friends that you're not bothered by it and like go after somebody else and just kind of roll with the punches, as they say. Dude, the more your friends are going to be like, all right, whatever, nothing bothers this guy. Let's move on to the next guy. The second you show that you get fucking sensitive when you are the brunt of a joke, the more that target is going to find itself on you. Yes, and the less jokey and more real yes. it becomes. And and the better you are when that target is on your chest as opposed to it being on your back. You know what I'm saying? Wow, it's fucking deep. You like fucking deep, right? Yeah. So do the bitches. You know what I'm saying? Fucking all the way to the balls we're going. <laughs> Listen, when 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 the joke comes to you and it's still a joke, dude, that fucking thing is like right on your chest. You're taking that on head on. You know, you're, you're dealing with it with your fucking friends. And if you can deflect that onto the next guy or to somebody who's outside of your group, that that's what you're supposed to do. The second you don't do that, your friends start talking shit behind your back. So if you're that guy and you don't know that, you know, when you fucking start being sensitive like a little whore and you realize that you're taking the joke a little too personal, whatever it is, dude, I'll give you the perfect example, right? So uh, it's no lie. Like I shave my head, but dude, I'm fucking bald, right? The back of my head, a little bald spot. if, if people started making fun of me because I'm bald, like, I'm not going to go and fucking cry in the corner. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That's why I shave my head, you douchebags. And if you make fun of me because I'm bald, I'm going to call you a douchebag, and then I'm going to make fun of you for something, and then we're going to move on to the next guy. And you know sure as shit, if you make fun of me, I'm going to bring it to you tenfold. Yeah. I learned that in the craft. Yes. And, wait, is that that, that movie with Veronica? Uh, Nev Campbell. Oh, and, Nev Campbell was in it. And... The, the the girlfriend from the water boy. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in it too. Yeah, you bring it tenfold. And then that way people know, oh, don't fuck with him. He's gonna fuck with me even worse. Yeah. And then you keep moving the fucking bullseye to somebody right. well, else. <clears throat> like in, in groups, there's usually like uh you know, when you get groups of people together, there's always the hierarchy. And there's always like uh like the alphas and, and whatever. But like in our group <clears throat> like I would say that you and I get fucked with less because people know like we're we're fucking 
we are quick, we're witty, and we're not afraid to punch back. 100%. It's all in fun, obviously. Of course. But I think, especially like the glass cannon people get upset because the target doesn't fall on particularly you and I as often. Dude, well, I think a glass cannon gets upset anytime the fo- the target falls on them. Right. right. So take us out of it. Take this group thing out of it that we have going on at work. Because uh, I think what Brian's trying to allude to, we have a group of one, one, two, three, four, five guys. We'll, we'll just keep it as five guys. And one of them is a glass cannon. Yes. Which is funny because it's the one guy who was in the military. <laughs> which really blows my mind. It's the well, one sol- guy. Soldiers are known to be very caring and soft-hearted individuals. No, they shouldn't They don't be. take camel spiders and put them in each other's fucking sleeping bags for kicks. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Dude, so this is the one fucking guy who's probably served... And, and look, I'm not shitting on guys who go overseas. I am. Please. Look, <laughs> look, look my, my son is in the Marine Corps. Your brother-in-law was a Marine, right? So, yes. like, we, we all have family, whether or not, even individually, if we fucking served, right? So the the point is, look, look. My son told me stories. My brother was in the Marine Corps. I have a lot of family who was in the military. You you listen to stories of being in boot camp and 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 going over going. Yeah. Wow. You you know the problem with this? The problem with this is it it kills the story. I wasn't gonna say anything. No, I have to. I have to self police. I pass with one less time. Look, we have to stop being less sensitive. And I don't know if that's a product of the environment that we live in these days. It's the fucking millennials. It, well, he is a millennial. Yes. But technically, I am too. No, you're not. No, you're not. The fuck is wrong with you? Oh, no, I guess I'm not. No, you say that again. I don't care how big you are. I'll slap the shit out of you. Don't ever say that you're a millennial. <laughs> I have to do the math. No, you're no boomer, but you're no millennial. No, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a boomer. No. No, you're you're not a millennial. Smoke a lucky. A, a, a millennial is somebody at least born in the nineties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're not there. You're nowhere near there. What the fuck was that? <sighs> wow. A repressed burp. How? By the way, how am I supposed to switch from Jim Beam honey to something else? This is like so sweet. Here, I'll give you some of mine if you want. No, I don't. No, no, no. I want you to drink yours. Oh, I could smoke the basil thawden. It has no taste. <laughs> Apparently, that's what we learned on the show. <laughs> Tastes like air. So, look, the point is, <clears throat> if if you're that guy in your group of friends where you can dish it to your buddies, right? You, you can poke fun, you can make fun of not only your, your group of friends, but you'll also make fun of the, the guys outside of your group. But the second the, the arrow finds its way into your fucking chest... And you get all fucking sensitive and broken up over it. You you need to take a step back, and you need to recognize that you are the glass cannon of your group, and you need to fucking change the way that you are. Because, dude, I'm telling you right now, behind your back, nobody likes a glass cannon. No, you're and, a fucking you're a piece of shit. And outside of your friends, it helps in life. It, that's true too. I I have a very easy time at work, and I've always had a very easy time at work because the joke I always used to make is. You can make fun of me all you want. I'm a fucking degenerate, and I know it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I just steamroll my way through work. Uh, and really, with everything, uh, with not a care in the world. Yeah. Just whistling zippity-doo-dah as like, I, I deal with life. Um, if you're that sensitive, uh, 
it will go far beyond uh, just like your buddies at work. This will go home where the fucking significant other is trampling over you. It will lead to your professional life with uh, bosses and supervisors, uh, oh, executives that just trample over you Yeah, because you're just a crybaby. And, and, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because, uh, you know, there was a guy that I used to work with. He uh, he retired. <clears throat> and he always brought up this point, and I thought it was a very valid point. People who are sensitive at work, if they go home, how to word this? My old friend used to say that more, more of the guy's wives who he used to work with knew his name more than his wife knowing the names of the people that he worked with. Meaning these guys would go home and they would cry to their fucking spouses about the guy at work that would rib them and tease them and what they would deem as bullying them. And they would go home and cry about this. And right. the problem is what we're we're losing as a society, what we're losing as men, because I, I think it's safe to say like more men listen to this fucking show. What we're, we're losing as men is our manhood, right? Dude, there's no reason if you're getting fucking made fun of at work from a bunch of guys, like there's no reason to go home and cry to your fucking wife and right. complain that like guys at work are fucking making fun of you. The problem why guys are making fun of you at work is because you're showing them that you're upset by it. Yes. You know, if you showed, if you show that you did not give a fucking care in the world, like me personally, I'm dead inside. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about shit. So when I go to work, if, if somebody wants to make me the brunt of their joke, yeah, whatever, dude, I don't fucking care. You know, I have no soul. So if somebody makes fun of me, yeah, it's in one ear and out the other and I'm done. I move on. And then people realize that it doesn't bother me. Therefore, tomorrow when I come into work, yeah, nobody says anything to me. Right. Because... I didn't fucking care about their joke yesterday. I'm sure as shit. Not, I'm not going to compare about. Uh, fuck. I'm not going to complain about it today or care about it. Right. Well, you know, uh, good old fashioned ribbing has been around. You know, dude. I what is it? Fives and sixes or four fives and sixes? Fives and sixes. Fives and sixes. Is that what you just said? <laughs> fives is. Yes, Matha. It's fives <laughs> and sixes. I passed. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I, I, you want to look? Oh, I believe you. I believe you. Mr. I don't give Harris. a fuck if you Harris believe Smith. me. Uh, listen. Mm-hmm. Good old-fashioned ribbing has been around forever. For as long as there has been work, there has been ribbing. And I'm reminded of Mr. Fuji, uh, who was a, a famous ribber. And on the airplane the overseas. James Bond? No, no, no. And me, oh, I'm sorry. On the plane overseas, uh, Gerald Briscoe. What knew the fuck that a, are you talking that a about? rib was coming. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. Hold on, let me look this up. <coughs> uh, Gerald Briscoe. Gerald G. Knew that a rib was coming from Mr. Fuji, and the entire flight, all the way, I think they were going to Japan or overseas somewhere. It was a long flight. The guy didn't sleep a wink, waiting for Mr. Fuji to strike. Fuji. And when they finally land, he's like, "Ha! I told you, you could never get me." His eyes rolled bleary and red and Mr. Fuji said to Gerald Briscoe ah sometimes the greatest rib is the rib never done and the rib was making this guy stay awake the entire flight overseas thinking that a rib was coming 
But there wasn't a rib. Yeah, it never did. That that's really what we want with this. To WWF. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Some guy just died, by the way, right? Some like uh like one of the first employees of the WWF just died. I remember seeing the headline. Vince McMahon? No, no. One of the first employees, not the owner. Oh. Big difference. Well, if he's the owner, technically, he probably would have been the first employee. Right. Open your ears. Hold on. First. He is an advisor to Trump now, so fucking mind your P's and Q's. Dude, no, I just saw it the other day. I think you're making things up. Nope, nope, nope. Was it... Uh, I, I, I couldn't even tell you. Hold on. Uh, Pat um, Patterson? He was it? not the first employee, but he was the first Intercontinental Champion. Howard Finkel? No, the Fink. How? Let me see if. Yeah, Howard there. Finkel. He's the one who came with the name WrestleMania. Get out of here! Yeah, what a dick. And he, show a little fucking respect. Howard Finkel, a legendary WWE Hall of Fame ring announcer, dead at sixty-nine. Oh no! Yep. So sad. So sad. Let me pull one out for him. Nope. Okay. Anything else? Um, no, let's go on to the gameplay. Okay, gameplay. Access granted. He, uh, as you walk in, he greets you. He takes his glasses and puts them on his, on his face. Uh, Gaijin, come, let me see you. I, he stands in the doorway with like this look of just horror on his face and it, like slowly starts to make his way over to the bed as he looks around and obviously by now he understands what's in the pails uh, uncle what happened what's wrong no the Yakuza weren't satisfied with just your father it appears they wanted to take care of all of us here, let me help you. And I go to try to help him kind of sit up. Oh, thank you. You have anybody to take care of you? You manage by yourself? I used to have many drones, but one by one they break down or they get stolen out on the street and they never return. I have something for you. Look under my bed. There's a footlocker. Uh, also, he always refers to you as Gaijin, which is a Japanese word for like uh, like an American that goes to Japan. It's kind of like a playful thing that you and him have always had. Okay. So it's like his like pet name for you. Okay. And all I do is call him Uncle. Yeah. That's it. All right. So uh, he steps back and, and kneels down next to the bed and finds the footlocker and, and pulls it out from underneath the bed. And uh, open it? Yeah. And inside is uh, your sword mm -hmm. and there's also uh, a pistol and a shotgun. Your starting gear. Okay. Uh, Uncle, thank you. Thank you. Yes, the sword I hold for many years for you. I'm glad to give it to you now. Unfortunately, it's only one of two but it's a start. You drove here? Uh, not quite. Um, I 
My hope is that I didn't bring anything to your doorstep. What do you mean? I was pushed out of a plane. I ended up in the Hudson. NYPD Inc. drones were attempting to shoot the plane down after we were ejected. I ended up at Pier 35, hung out at some homeless encampment to warm up. It's freezing outside. And then I did the best that I could to make sure that I wasn't followed as I left there and came here to see you. Oh, my. Yes, uh, the NYPD does not approve of ships flying over the pit. It's a very dangerous place. Your, your vehicle is in the river. Yes. Yes, it is. I may be able to help with that. A friend of mine uh, lives just, his shop is just on the street. He's a master uh, mechanic. Uh, maybe in the morning you can go visit him and see if maybe he can help you pull your bike from the water. That, that would be good. Even though the bike, you know, Uncle, is important to me, my biggest concern right now is to know who did this to you. I don't know exactly. It's been quite a while. I tried tracking them down for a while, but I am good with drones. I am not good with the Matrix. Um, I have not been able to find a good hacker to help me. So right now, I, it's a question mark. Well, I assure you, Uncle, this, this attack will... We will respond to this. I'm just happy that you're here and safe. Um, unfortunately, I don't have any food to offer you, but there is a market uh, just down the block if you... Ah, uh, yes, yes. Let me, let me help you. Let me help you. And, uh, you know, I kind of position him back comfortably into the bed, and I think I spend the night with whatever energy I have left just starting to like help clean up uh, clean up his apartment. And I'll take all the, the fucking buckets of shit and piss out and just kind of dump them in the uh, in the street down the sewer. Dispose of all the shit food and then once I do that um, you know he'll head out to the market see if he can't pick up some food. Please take um, take some money with you to no. buy the No please please I insist. Thank you. Here's the key to the building. And uh, we're going to go out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I, uh, once I clean up and everything. All right, so Orchard Street is kind of like the main artery of commerce in the pit. Um, you don't see necessarily like the big, tall, neon skyscrapers. It's mostly a lot of like food carts and bodegas and shit like that uh, lots of street people lots of like three card Monty like you it's like a very 90s Manhattan feel to the place okay uh, you don't see very many cars or motorcycles driving around there's lots of shit in the streets like piles of garbage um, like the infrastructure is a little shaky in this area all right so it's just like a rundown 
it's basically like a like a more upscale version of the homeless encampment that I was yeah. just hanging out at. Yeah. It's still kind of like slummy. <clears throat> okay. Um so I look, just trying to keep to uh keep to myself as I make my way and kind of take in what's around. Um listen in as to what's going on and uh head on over to the market. Okay. Uh so the market is like an open facing on the like uh they repurposed like a burnt out uh almost like a brownstone that's kind of like half collapsed. So the back uh like lobby of whatever this used to be serves as like the stock room and then where you buy shit they built almost like a impromptu um like storefront growing out of this this burnt out building. Uh and it's got basically like canned food, ramen noodles, shit like that. Okay. So I'll grab uh I love it. Working in in terms of like an actual calendar that we can relate to. Like it's fucking awesome on my phone I can go January 1st of 2074. Yeah, it's a Monday. <laughs> so it's fucking it's Monday night right now. I love this. Okay. So I'll just grab whatever supplies I feel as though, uh, you know, both myself and my uncle are going to go through for the rest of the week. If it's canned goods and, and stuff like that, maybe some fresh vegetables. I don't even know if he has, like, fucking gas or anything right. in his apartment. But I just grab it anyway. Uh, you know, some fruit, shit like that. And, uh, yeah, unless there are any complications, I'll settle up with the uh, with the market and then take the groceries All right. back. Do you think I have to bring my own bags? Yes, it's New York. Oh, good point. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> so I would say by the time you get this all said and done, it's offici- It's a little after midnight, so it's officially January 2nd, Tuesday, okay. as it were. Yes. Um, and uh, you get yourself into the apartment. You get something to eat. Um, coincidentally, uh, Tokugawa fell asleep uh, while you were out. Okay. Um, yeah, so I just, you know... After I eat, I'll put whatever shit away, and uh, I would assume at this point it's been a long journey, so it's uh, probably nappy time. Okay. Uh, so in the morning, uh, it is got a little colder out. Good. It's uh, 23 degrees, and uh, it is not snowing. Luckily, there's also no wind. It's a very still morning. Um very crisp. Yes. Mm. Yeah, a very blustery day, I think the weathermen like to say. Oh, blustery. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, are you going to have breakfast, anything like that? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, grab a bite to eat. I think maybe in the morning. So, Shibo is probably a little more cultured. I guess spending a lot of time coming from New York City to Japan and then, you know, kind of back and forth as far as uh, whether it was on vacation or some sort of like schooling endeavor or training or just a, a vacation with the family or a business trip with, with his father. Um, I don't want to say like he's been accustomed to like the finer things in life, but he can appreciate the finer things. And the one thing that he cannot appreciate is an apartment that smells like shit. So I think out of respect for his uncle and himself and in memory of his father and mother that he'll probably spend the uh, the morning, again, just kind of like scrubbing down Freshening the up. 
Yeah, he's going to fucking disinfect the shit out of this place. Okay. You know, it's bad enough his uncle has fucking no legs and one arm. He doesn't, he does have a nose. All right, so you'd spend... a solid. Like, would you spend the day kind of doing this? Or maybe like a couple hours? Maybe a couple of hours. All right, give me... Um, My cleaning skill? Oh. Give me... Uh, I don't know what this would be. A willpower? So I can... Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Give me three of those. Three of those? Yeah. Oh, three separate rolls. Yeah. One for each hour. So we'll do uh, the first hour, second hour, and third hour. First hour. Zero successes. Okay. Second hour. Zero successes. Third hour. Zero successes with a glitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's fucking horrible. Uh. Obviously not very skilled in cleaning. Yeah, so I would say like that I appreciate the finer things. I just don't know how to get it. <laughs> I I picture that like uh, you start off with a fresh mop and some soapy water, but we never actually change the water. So after like the first room, now we're just moving around the shit water mm. from room to room. So while it looks cleaner and the smell is probably if anything alleviated. Let's find out. No, it's not. Nope. Good. Very good. With a one, it might have gotten worse. <laughs> now it also smells musty. <laughs> but the uh, it looks cleaner. Good. You don't feel like you're going to get cholera from uh, walking around here. All right. Well, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Something to work on. Maybe you'll pick up a candle on the way home. Okay. Um, so after he's done, I think maybe his, his cleaning ends more in frustration than him either being tired or thinking that he's done a good job. Right. He's like, I'm just, I'm, I feel like I'm making this worse, so I might as well just stop. At least the, the buckets of piss and shit are gone. Right. And the rotting food. So that's got to count for something. Yeah. Um, so he'll wait. I'm, I'm sure at this point his uncle's up. So he'll uh, he'll head over to the bedroom door and knock. Uh, oh, th thank you for cleaning up, Gaijin. It looks beautiful. Thank you. Yes, yes. I, I felt bad. Um Listen, my uh, my plan was to head out and see this mechanic that you brought up earlier. Oh, yes. Uh, it's a dwarf. Goes by the name Thumbduck Exgut. Uh, he is... Uh, 127 Orchard Street is where his shop is. It should be between uh, Rivington and Delancey. He's uh, very quite nice. Do you need anything while I'm out? No, no, just please be careful and, and come back. When... When my uncle was not missing three quarters of his limbs, um, was he about the same... Like, were we about the same size? Maybe he was a little bigger? I just want to know if, if... Like, I could just grab... If I put on clothes that he had, would they fit, is, is my question. Yeah. I would say you were roughly the same size. They might be a little big on you because he was kind of a bulkier guy. Right. But yeah, they would fit. Okay. So I'll just grab like a sweatshirt. Okay. Something like that. It's getting cold outside. And, uh, what I will do, however, is um, as I'm stepping to the uh, the apartment door to leave, I just check the uh, how many new yen I was given. Did you have any left over from uh, character creation? Yeah. 
at like 23,000. That's what you got. Useful. All right, then let me do the actual math. All right, so it's 22,450. It's actually 22,430 now. Oh, oh, pardon me. Goddamn. All right. All right, so uh, while whilst uh, you start making your way toward Thumb Duck's um, shop, you start getting this twitchy feeling. Give me an addiction test. Uh, it's going to be body plus willpower. Two successes. So you kind of get like a queasy feeling and you just kind of stop for a second. Maybe you spit on the ground a couple of times, and but you kind of recover from it. A couple of dry heaves? Not that bad. Okay. But yeah, you know, like you start you feeling... start to get that like salivating feeling yeah. in your mouth. And yeah. But it passes. Uh, and we start making our way toward... Uh, X Gut Auto. You think you'd be able to find your way there without much of a problem, right? Yeah, it's right down the street. Yeah. Just making sure. I have to ask. Uh, I think it's fair to say that if you give me an address in the city, I'm going to find it. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so as you approach X-Guts Auto, uh, it says X-Gut Auto on the top of this uh, garage. Um, the letters are lit up, or at least supposed to be. It actually says A-Auto because the X-E-G-U-T is burnt out. Uh, the bay doors are open and there are no cars. As you approach, there's no cars inside of the bay. Uh, there's oil cans and tools kind of laying on the ground in random locations. Uh, and a dwarf leaning back in a chair behind a desk, like in the reception area to the left, if, approaching the building to the left of the auto body, uh, the actual shop. What was his name again? Thumbduck, T-H-U-M-D-U-C-K, X-Gut, A-X-E-G-U-T. And he's a dwarf. Long gray beard, and he's got like welding goggles uh, up above his eyes, like on his brow, with like a apron all covered in oil. And that old school, like blue and white striped, like jumpsuit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like holes and shit in it. Nice. Uh... The uncle's name again? Uh, the uncle's name is Tokugawa. Okay. I'm curious to see if I can get away with doing it this way in this campaign and keeping notes on my phone as opposed to handwriting them. I'll see why not. Yeah, I'm going to try to do that, like addresses and, and names yeah. and shit like that, which would be cool because now it'll almost be like the character. Anytime he needs to reference something, he could pull out his little fucking PDA or whatever. Right. And Okay. Uh, so he approaches the, uh, the entrance to this garage and, um, if, if the dwarf is not looking towards the front, he'll just kind of give a, a little rap at the door. Uh, when you knock on the door, he kind of looks up from staring off like that thousand yard stare and just kind of stares at you. Thumb duck. Mm-hmm. Huh? That, that's what he does. <laughs> just kind of like in a haze. 
Yeah. Uh, my uncle told me where I could find you. Um, Takugawa? Oh, yeah. He's a great guy. I need your help if you're available. Oh, sure. Um, Tokugawa and I go, we go way back. I remember when he moved here, what a great street. You know, like, have you ever been on a really great street? Yes. It's just such a great, it's not great anymore. Look at this fucking place. I want the great street, you know? Mm. Orchard Street. I mean, it used to be Orchard Street, you know? It's just, now it's just, now it's just Orchard Street. He just, he just kind of shakes his head and puts his face in his hand, almost to like console himself. Like this is this is the start. Oh, of course, this is this is my beginning. <laughs> Lean into the suck. Yep, yep. This is my beginning. I'm starting to fucking like need a fix. I'm dealing with this fucking guy. I don't know if he's drunk or what. My uncle is fucking limbless, connected to wires. Shit and piss all over the place, and I don't even know how to use a mop. Like this is just—it's <laughs> all downhill. It's a typical day in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're normal. You're normal life. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm ho hoping you can uh, that you can help me. And yes, yes, I remember Orchard Street used to be used to be beautiful. Yeah. What, what do you What do you need? Ah, uh, my my bike. It accidentally ended up in the Hudson River. It sure wasn't the East River. <laughs> <laughs> Good catch. How did how'd you dump your bike in the river? Uh, it's look, supposed to go on the road. I know, I know. Uh, bad. Uh, <gasps> are you okay? Huh? No, no, no. Uh, just right off of the pier. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> uh. <laughs> he just kind of chuckles. Oh, oh boy. Um, my uncle told me that maybe you would be able to help me get it out of the river, maybe fix it up. Uh, let me. Let me what, what's your name again? My name's Shibo. Shibo. Yeah, Takagawa's uncle. Uh, nephew. Sounds like a cat food. <laughs> Listen, Shibo, I'm the best fucking mechanic in the Lower East Side. I'm the, I'm the best. But these motherfuckers, they, they took me in for everything I had. They even took my truck. I can't even get out of the river. They're, I can't get the bike out of the river because these fuckers took my truck. <laughs> you want a drink? Uh, what are you drinking? I got some high-grade I'm, I'm homemade. No, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. Thank you. I call it blackout. Ooh, blackout. Yeah, here. And he, he fumbles around and he gets two glasses <sighs> and he puts them down and he has this like clear liquid in a dirty jug and he pours two of the glasses. Here. Cheers, Shibo. Cheers. Clank glasses and I just kind of like half sniff it. Shot over the shoulder. <laughs> mm, I if you uh, no, I think I would. I think I would do it out of out of respect. Okay, give me a, oh. a body test. Fuck. 
I have critically passed. Wow. All right. So you rub this off. Uh, you know, that, on a side note here, dude, critically passing is when you get ha- half of your dice or successes. Yes. Sixes. Five or six. Five or six. I believe so. Because that almost sounds cheap. What if what if my body was a two? Yeah, it might be sixes. You would be right. Because uh, I would think you have to pay. Because so I have two successes. But let, let me just confirm that. Because that almost seems like, like let's say my target. I think it has a minimum number. Yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna say. Boop. Wow, is that you or is this still fucking thumb duck? Okay, a critical success has nothing to do with half of your die. So we've been fucking that up. Oh, no. So it's probably fair to get this out of the way. What is it? A critical success, anytime a character scores four or more net hits on a test, so four hits more than needed to reach the threshold. So if I'm rolling 10 die and my threshold was two and I get six successes, that's a critical. Okay. Um, And that's how they get around having a low stat. Right, okay. So a low stat, it's impossible to crit. Correct. Gotcha. Um, so you're rolling a minimum. I'd have to have a minimum of five, five die with a D. I almost said a DN with right. a target number of, of one. Okay, gotcha. All right, so I just I had two successes. All right, good. All right, so you passed that. Of a, 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 a glitch, I think is half right or ones. failures. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, when you do drink this. You can detect that at least one of the ingredients in this homemade moonshine oh, no. is turpentine. Good. Turpentine. Why not? It tastes like how turpentine smells. That's fucking disgusting. That's disgust. So this guy is basically just mixing chemicals in yeah. his shop yeah. to make an alcohol to wallow in his own self-pity. Yep. Okay. Well, maybe we can remedy that for him. Uh, if you could get me a truck... With like like a tow truck, yeah, 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 and my tools and like sixty, seventy thousand new yen. Uh, hold on, hold on. I can, what you oh! sixty or seventy thousand plus your truck plus your tools? Well, that's what I. That's the money that I owe Who to these you? fucking scavengers. Well, These fucking, they, you know what the problem is, Shibo? There's fucking vultures flying over my head. Just well, here's Thumb Duck. Let me fucking peck his eyeballs. Peck his eye, eyeballs out. These fucks. Is he sitting down? Yeah, he's like leaning back in a chair. Okay, all right. Um, who are these vultures? Uh, some fucking wannabe. The badasses that were charging me the protection money, and I ran out of money. I don't know if you noticed this, the streets around here. Not a lot of cars. How am I supposed to fix cars? You know, I miss the old Orchard Street. Yeah. But, like, there's no cars. What am I supposed to do? I can't pay protection money. So I told them I would just close until, until the cars came back. And then here come the vultures. Some fucking fake gang that I think they're associated with the triads. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm convinced they stole my truck. Luckily, luckily, 
NYPD Inc. came here and they told me, they said, Thumb Duck. I don't think they know my name. Mm-hmm. They said, Thumb Duck, we're going to take a report. That was like six months ago. So still, I don't. Still haven't found your truck. I guess not. Mm. It's a big fucking truck. It says X Auto on the side. Thumb duck. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Shibo? Listen, how often were these guys coming around for their protection money? Well, like once a week, maybe. Well, I don't even. I haven't seen them around. They can't even get their bikes down the street anymore. So they fucking. I don't know where they where they went. They went somewhere else. They're fucking vultures. But uh, just steal me another truck. I'll get your bike out of the river. I'll fix. What kind of bike is it? It's the uh, Suzuki Mirage. He just stares at you for a second. The Suzuki Mirage. Mm-hmm. He starts like thumbing through a bunch of shit in his desk, and he pulls out this like little like photo album. And he starts flipping through the pages, and he finds a picture, and he pulls it out like this one, and it's a picture of him sitting on the a similar bike, a different color. It's a neon green color. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just same thing, different different color. I could repair that bike. With my eyes open. Well, and closed. <laughs> he doesn't know whether to laugh at him or feel so horribly bad for this guy. He almost wants to think that he started drinking once he started to lose everything. That he's not just been like this lifelong alcoholic. But maybe he has. Who, who the fuck knows? Those good old Orchard Street days, you know? You could ask him. No, I don't. I don't. I, I want to try to limit the conversation <laughs> with this guy. He he is fucking hilarious, though. Uh, if I can get a truck, what, what if I try to get you your truck? Oh, that'd be great. You have a spare set of keys? I think so. Oh, hold on. And he pulls out a set of like a big ring of just like two hundred keys oh, on it. God. I said, here, let, let me let me see. Let me see. He goes to throw them to you and throws them straight up in the air. And they land, like, behind him. And he's just just leaning back in his chair, just kind of, like, gazing into his glass. No idea. Okay. So I just let out a sigh. And be like, <laughs> All right. So he kind of walks behind him and, uh, and picks up the, the key ring. I'm just going to look to see, are they all car keys or are they just random keys? And if they're random keys, I'm looking to... It's a mix. All right. I'm just going to remove the car keys from the ring. Okay. So you're left with 12 keys. Okay. You have a picture of your truck? Yeah, it's hanging up in the... It, hey, right here. And he points. And uh, there's, a, there's like a, a picture of this shop with his tow truck in, in front of it. And whenever this picture was taken... Uh, it was a white truck with uh, like yellow, amber colored like siren lights on the top of it, and painted along the side like where like the I don't know what you call it, but like where the tow truck part comes up, like right. the towing hitch. Yeah, yeah. That big triangular metal piece in like big red like loud letters. It says X Gut Auto. Okay. 
So with uh, he'll take a photo of it with his eyes. Okay. What is this? Is this? Uh, oh, this is of course. Um, what is this? Chard. Chard. Yard. This. This is for Howard Finkel. Oh. Because this is the end. You're really obsessed with that song today. Yeah, we finished a bottle. I'm very excited. When was the last time we finished a bottle on the show? We we do it all the time. We just no. don't make a big production out of it. Well, we sh- fucking should. Okay. We're- no, we don't do it all the time. Oh, shit. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow, looking around at uh, the bottles. So for those that don't know, yeah, on the upper ledge of the west cabin on the interior, Fuck. every time we kill a bottle, uh, we put it up on the ledge uh, in the graveyard. And there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Wow. Call it 19 bottles of yeah. beer on the wall. Well, now 20 with this one. Fuck, dude. My bad. No, this, no, no. This no. should have been played 20 times. Let's just play 20 times in a row right now. I can I can do that. Yeah. Oh, uh, we'll posthumously. Oh, very good. On an update, the chairs for the office are coming on May 5th. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So That's a pretty that, fast turnaround during the apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, considering that uh, the winter is over. Right. And I was hoping to get this done by the uh, like the winter. That's all right. I'm going to put the wood pallets up on the walls any minute now. Yeah, no, we're getting there. <clears throat> I did drive by Tractor Supply today to see if they were selling any. Any? I was going too fast. <laughs> <laughs> there's well, a, there's a well car done. behind me. And I want to come to a complete stop <laughs> good, and look good. at all the signs. Oh, well, whatever. Fuck them. Who cares? I'll all get right, there. good. Um, all right, so we learned a lot on this show. We did. Uh, I am. I, I must say that I'm very happy. Oh, I, I, I said pause. I'm very happy about the uh, the Shadowrun campaign. Yes, I'm very excited. I'm yes. like a little child. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, so this is good. Um, we're doing a, uh, a Dyson Pipes giveaway on the Dyson Pipes podcast. We'll go over. I think next week, right when we record the, uh, we're gonna do a retro episode next week. Yes. So we'll go over the. Um, and I think based on our conversation somewhere along the way, I think in f- the D and D campaign. I think I would like to cover. Is it? I think because it's totally just derailed. Good job. Uh-huh. Not even close. No, oh, oh, I think you failed. <laughs> uh, what, what are the crit miss rules? No, you need uh, ones. Ones. Okay, I'm safe. Oh, I fucking failed. <sighs> okay. Uh, what I was trying to say is. I believe you picked the last retro topic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to do first apartments. Wow. Okay. So I can talk about um, the cat and the Oh, good, good, good. Mine's going to be fairly boring. I only lived in two apartments. That's right. You ran the show with the uh, relationships episode, so. Okay. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I really think I can. can What about dorms? Did you do the dorm room thing? All right, let's include dorms. Yeah, in that. all right, yeah. That I works. had some fucked up roommates. All right, good. So that you can look forward to that next week. The week after that, we'll be back on schedule. Good. <clears throat> um, good. Anything else? Negative. Let's all move right. on to uh, 
to glass cannons. Yeah, dude. Be less sensitive. Two. <laughs> wow. To uh, Howard Finkel. God, God bless him. To uh, maybe me sitting down next week. <laughs> to Pink Floyd. Great band. Great band. Lost band. Yeah. And to, uh, to the Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. Yeah. I. <laughs> Dice and pipes. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs>